Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I am your host, Kira Mack, and delighted and expired you've been able to tune in with us yet again for another show. Now, before we do get started, don't forget, as always, to like this video, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell so that YouTube will let you know when the next podcast or live stream is available on the platform. Now, if you like listening to us on a podcast player, look down below in the description and you'll find a little link that will take you to a vast array of podcasts players and finally if you want to support the show if you like the show you can do so in two ways and the first way is to simply become a channel member it's 100 baht a month Uh, you can do so by going down look in the description for the link for channel membership and for that you'll get some emojis you'll get a little star beside your name when you comment on a live stream or you know during a video and you'll also get this show when it's immediately uploaded on the platform and the other method is to just go down below in the description again buymeacoffee.com you can donate through that website so now that's all done and dusted we're going to jump into the top stories here in thailand and the first one well we're going to look at the daily figures for traffic accidents because you know we do this every week here in the show so currently uh, as of tuesday we had 20 deaths on the road with 1596 people injured now yesterday on monday we had 51 people dying on the roads here in thailand with 2874 injured and for the month so far to date of january we've had 1295 people dying on the road i'm sure it'll be 1300 by the end of today with 74000 injured on the roads and as you can see the roads in this country are absolutely lethal and you need to please please pay attention when you're out and about i just saw today in phuket there's been about six accidents Uh, an australian man was killed a couple of nights ago there was uh, four cars uh smashed into each other when a car was trying to do a u-turn on tep cassetry road in phuket uh one of them was a minibus with a load of tourists on it and there's been a host of other accidents that's only in phuket alone so safety on the roads is certainly very very important but i think we can find a reason why they're so bad because the story is interesting but it's from a long time ago but you kind of get understand where i'm coming from with it now police warn against unsafe motorbike riding police in turn tele phuket have urged motorbike riders to exercise patience and caution after sharing a video showing motorbike riders going underneath an 18-wheeler trailer at an intersection on Siratorn Road instead of waiting for traffic to clear and proceed safely. Churn Today Police posted CCTV footage of the incident on their uh, the Churn Today Police official Facebook page on January 29th. The post explained that the incident recorded in the video footage actually occurred at about 10 a.m. on August 25th. That's right. 2017. The footage shows two motorbike riders prevented from proceeding through an intersection because of an 18-wheeled truck carrying construction pylons entering the intersection but unable to continue due to traffic. Now instead of waiting for the truck to pass, the two motorbike riders proceeded underneath the trailer to continue the journey while other motorbike riders went around the trailer. Officers on duty at the time took no action to apprehend the two motorbike riders as they were called away to deal with a traffic problem, Churn Today Police explained. The officers finally found footage of the incident and shared the video online yesterday to warn motorists to respect traffic rules and not put themselves in danger, said the notice issued by the Churn Today Police. Uh, it would also be interesting to use this as a training material for drivers in the future, the notice added. So I think this underscores a lot of what we talk, talk, about, talked about here. No, absolutely no implementation of the laws here in Thailand. The police see it happening. And I know it's a long time ago, but it still continues. 
because this shows there's been no improvement whatsoever. And they allow it to happen with a pathetic excuse that we are called away because of a traffic problem. This is fundamentally the issue throughout Thailand is there's no enforcement of the laws here. Lots of laws, lots of do not do this, do not do that, but nobody, nobody absolutely enforces them. Today I was driving around Phuket and they have a lot of underpasses here in, uh, in Phuket, two or three at least. Motorbikes are not allowed down, clearly signposted, but the amount of motorbikes that go down there with the police doing nothing about it. Now, I remember when those underpasses first started off, the police were pulling people off their bikes and giving them tickets, but that's all stopped now and people feel free to do what they like anymore because it's gotten to that stage. There, there's no just enforcement of the laws in this country. And when you do that, you get this neglect on the road and you get the sheer amount of people that are being injured and dying on the roads on a daily basis. As shown through the daily figures, we're at 1,300 deaths just for the month of January here in Thailand. It's pathetic. I, I think the UK, as I said before, was 1,700 last year. Now, Thailand's already nearly at, the with the same population, if we we're going to talk about that. So, they're nearly at that number. It's really, and there seems to be no improvement. And the government seem to not particularly care too much. As I said before in the show, human life is very cheap here in Thailand. If somebody dies, they pay them some money and they, they feel that's it all done, dusted and over with. And it's pretty, pretty sad. But for tourists coming over here, if you've never ridden a bike before, Thailand is not the place to try and learn. Now, now moving along, Thailand may deport visiting dissident rock band that criticized war in Ukraine back to Russia. A visiting dissident rock band that has been critical of Moscow's war in Ukraine and whose members were arrested last week in Thailand might face deportation to Russia, according to human rights advocates and fans on Monday. Five of the seven musicians playing with the progressive rock band BI2 traveled using Russian passports, police lieutenant Pak Boon Rongjawin Pak told the Associated Press. At least four of the members are reportedly Israeli nationals, including the two founders, Alexander Shuro Yuman and Yigor Leof Bortnik. The second is also an Australian citizen. Russia has a reputation for cracking down on members of the cultural community critical of the war, even those working abroad. The Kremlin has previously singled out Uman and Bortnik for not supporting its military operation in Ukraine. The band members were arrested on Thursday on the southern resort island of Phuket after playing a concert allegedly for not having the proper working papers. On their official Facebook page, they said that all their concerts are held in accordance with local laws and practices. After paying fines of 3,000 baht, that's about $85 each, they were kept in custody of immigration police who sent them to the immigration detention center in the capital, Bangkok, according to Sunai Pasuk of Human Rights Watch and reports in the Israeli press today. Now, self-exiled opposition politician and a friend of BI2, Dmitry Gudgoff, told the Russian language service of Australia's SBS radio that he believed Moscow was exerting pressure on Thailand to have the band members deported to Russia. His concern was echoed by Sunai, who confirmed that all seven arrested musicians were still being held Monday at the Bangkok jail. Members of the dissident BI2 band are likely to face harsh prosecution and other grave dangers in the hands of Russian authorities, Sunai told the Associated Press. Under no circumstances should Bangkok hand them over to Moscow, which will blatantly breach both international and Thai laws. There was no immediate comment from Thailand's immigration police. So another incident with some Russians, but it, it is 
interesting that some are Israeli citizens on Russian passports. I'm not sure really what that's about, but I mean, if you know that Russia is looking for you as such, and you're hearing about in Thailand, whether or not you're performed legally or not, and, and in this case, it seems that you didn't have the correct papers to be performing. I don't even know how it works. I believe they were actually caught in uh, one of the nightclubs in Phuket. So this may be one of the issues as well. Uh, this is very, very serious. Thailand doesn't particularly care much about you know who they deport to as we've seen in the past with many of the deportations to other countries in this kind of area Cambodia, Laos, Vietnam and other places like that so and also you know Thailand have uh, have a thing that they want Russian tourists they want to have lots of Russians here spending their money so they may not want to rock the boat too much with Moscow and they they may send them back I think they'll probably uh, it'll be rather unfortunate if they do for them but that seems to be where this is heading at the moment but we'll see wh what happens in the future and we'll obviously bring you more if things develop now moving along a British man fails with parachute from 29th Patia condo floor a British man parachuted from the 29th floor of a Patia condominium but it malfunctioned and caused his death now Patia tourist police Bangnamoon police station officers and Patia city rescue workers hurried to a condo in Na Klu sub-district of Bandamong district, Chambury province, after receiving a report that a person had fallen from the height and died at around 7.30 p.m. on January 27th. The incident happened near the exit of Building B, where officers discovered the body of Mr. Natty Odinson, 33, a British national, on the floor. A blue circular parachute was attached to the deceased. Mr. Natty's friends and condominium residents were shocked as they watched. Kenneth Chansung, a 33-year-old condominium employee, said he heard something strike the floor. He thought it was simply a broken branch, but as a woman walked by and screamed, he ran to investigate and saw a person fall, hit a tree, collapsed on the ground and die. When uh, he regained his cam, he promptly informed the authorities. A blue circular parachute was attached to the British body. The condo employees also uh, revealed that Mr. Natty had secretly entered this place by parking outside and there was no other people around. He walked up to the 29th floor of the condo and skydived from the top while his friends recorded footage. I'd seen him creep up and jump many times before, so as if they were creating some kind of video content, but this time the parachute failed, causing him to fall against the tree and strike the ground before dying, Kenneth stated. Police Lieutenant Kamal Porn Nadi, Deputy Inspector of Investigations at the Bangalamung Police Station, summoned a deceased friend who filmed the video to come in for questioning. The investigators also inspected a CCTV camera and uh, worked with police from the Forensic Division, District 2, Chambury Province, to investigate the case. So a tragic accident seems to be one of these kind of thrill seekers that video themselves jumping off buildings and probably posted on social media and, and whatnot. I mean, I've seen plenty of them on it, but this is obviously one that went horribly, horribly wrong. Now, in terms of the employee, he seems to he seems to have seen this happening before, which makes you wonder why they didn't put a stop to it and say, are you staying here? What's going on? Why are you going up here? And if it's a case that you've seen this happening and those people are not meant to be there, then I think this is a failure on the condo policies as well as security in the place as well but rest in peace to the man who passed away it's a, a horrible horrible way to go but we'll move on to the final and 
the bizarrest story of the day. Thai woman follows GPS and ends up stranded on a small bridge in Prey. A Thai woman found her car precariously perched on a small bridge over the Yom River yesterday evening following GPS misguidance. The incident occurred at approximately 5.40pm on January 28th when Mr. Makun Inchan, a 38-year-old resident of Wiang Tong in Prey Province, attempted to cross the old suspension bridge over the Yom River and was surprised to find a white Honda City sedan stranded on the bridge. Now, according to reports, the 120-metre-long bridge had been designated for pedestrian and deemed unfit for large vehicles due to its narrow surface. Mr. McCoon, upon hearing the sedan driver's pleas for help, immediately contacted emergency responders. Now, the car was approximately 15 metres on the bridge, with its front left wheel lodged in a gap. Fortunately, the responders, used, using two tractors, were able to pull it back to safety without any harm being done. During an interview with the unidentified Thai female driver, it appeared that she was from the Nanmuang Kai district and was traveling to visit a friend in Sung Men. She revealed that she had never been in this area before, so she solely relied on the GPS system to get to the pinned location her friend sent her. However, she alleged that the GPS instructed her to cross what is called Wiang Trong Bridge, so she decided to follow its guidance without knowing about the bridge's restriction. I was focusing on the GPS and did not look around. I thought the bridge was sturdy and likely used by others. When I became stuck, I was so scared because I was in the middle of the Yom River. I was afraid that the car might fall in the river, so I got out of the car to seek help, the woman told media. Mr. McCoon, the resident, stated that the bridge was built about 40 years ago and was only suitable for small motorcycles and pedestrians. He urged relevant authorities to put up clear warning signs to warn others. And Mr. McCoon is very right. Why wasn't there warning signs telling people that cars couldn't go over? Now, on the other hand, let's say she used her GPS. Are we saying that Google Maps told her to go over here? I've seen things like this happen in the past with Google Maps, but I also think there's an onus on people to use common sense. When you get to what's clearly a bridge that you shouldn't be driving over, you should stop. Now, this brings me back to an episode of the US office, as anyone ever see it, where Michael Scott is driving his car towards a river and Dwight Schrute tells him to slow down, you can't go this way. And Michael says, no, 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 the GPS can't be wrong and drives straight into the river. And this reminds me of that. This woman is solely looking at the GPS going, it can't be wrong, so I'll keep following it. But it is one of the funniest stories of this week. But uh, the woman is lucky. I mean, I suppose if she'd driven much further, there is a possibility it could have broken. She could have ended up in the river, which obviously would have been a very tragic incident because, you know, stuck in a car. But nevertheless, they managed to get her back. And that's the main thing, I think, uh, from this story. Again, you know, don't always trust your Google Maps or your Apple Maps. They sometimes can lead you astray. And I wonder, does anybody have any stories out there and leave a few comments where it's happened to you where you've taken, you know, followed Google Maps to somewhere that you should never really have been? It's happened to me a few times too. But anyway, that is it for today. As always, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your support. And we'll see you again tomorrow night. As always, stay safe and have a great, great day. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kira Mack. 
You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.